looking to kind of tie, maybe yeah. he lost a job, or maybe their restaurant had to close, like he just, or maybe they just couldn't do other things that they normally could do yeah. if we, they weren't sheltering in place. So it was, uh, it was a way to occupy all their spare time that they suddenly had. Yeah, everybody was going through a lot of shit. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, I remember I talked to one guy. He he lost his restaurant. He closed his restaurant because you know it, you couldn't go hang out at restaurants or bars, right? Like like you normally could. And so like the whole conversation was about like how it felt for him. And I don't take away that it's healthy to talk about it. But yeah. It's it's definitely not what I was online to find. Right. Someone that wants to go dive deep into a conversation like that. Like yeah. at the outset before you even know if you really connect with the person. Right. Right. What did you um hate most about online dating? <sighs> um it just pre during the pandemic yeah. or overall during the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic. You know, for me, um it was really frustrating that people were, people I was coming across were, um, a lot of them were really um, not careful, not thoughtful yeah. about um, exposure right. to COVID, right? So like right away people wanted to leave because they thought they were healthy and took care of themselves. And they, even though that doesn't line up with what you know, scientists are right, saying right. they were it, they just kind of like overlooked that yeah or they were just in their own bubble with online dating they didn't think it applied there somehow yeah. so that ended up being actually a <laughs> a criteria meaning like if this person is just reckless with their health and other yeah. people's in the communities um, because if they're meeting with people then they're in turn spreading it around like this is not someone I would mess with. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So did you encounter um, this with uh, several people or um, what, did, what did you what did you find um, interesting about uh, the different people that that you um, talk to, like just, you know, developing a friendship? Um, did you see something that was in common? with them or was like everybody different in their own way um, during the pandemic? Like you're you're asking like if I was able to so somewhat connect with some people? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, to be honest, not really. Not really. Um, there were just, you know, a lot of swipe lefts during the pandemic, more than the norm. Right. Even. Yeah. And even that can be pretty bad. Um, yeah. I ended up dating somebody and uh, that lasted a couple months and it ended for reasons that didn't really have, that weren't unique to the pandemic or didn't, weren't tied to what was going on with the health crisis at all. I think it was an exercise in it was it felt like a test for yeah. like self-love and oh gosh yes yeah and whether 
you want to cut corners on what you really want. Like, do you want, are you looking to entertain yourself too? Right. Because then go ahead, because there are people that want that too. But if you were on here to really find your person, then I don't think it was a good environment. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, uh, did you have any like red flags? Like, what was your red flags? Besides, you know, being like somebody who's, you know, trying to go out a lot. I talked to somebody who was super ready and super excited to go to this massive Halloween party, and it was before we even had vaccines. Mm. So, um, so that's things like that are red flags. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the one that comes to mind. Um, besides just being on here to find something to do. Yeah. Did you ever find that someone was like really needy? Mm. That kind of like wanted to latch onto you and suck all the energy out of you? <laughs> you ask such good questions. Yeah. Because people are different. You know, you just, you have all these different personalities. And one thing that we do know during the pandemic is um, a lot of people got exposed. And you got to really see people for who they who they really was, you know, because everything just like shut down and everybody had to sit still for a second. And so sitting still, like even myself, you know, um, me and Dale, we was stuck in the house. There was nowhere to go. Everything was closed. And that was our time that we like really, really got to connect with each other and really got to see each other because like, you know, I'm going to work. Um, there's always, uh, you know, breaks between us during the day, you know, um, as life goes on. But at that particular time, we were like sheltered in place and we spent a lot of time with each other and in relationships, it either made you or break, broke you, you know, and there was a, just so much stuff going on with people and relationships. It was unbelievable. A lot of people got divorced. A lot of people broke up. Um, it, there was a lot of abuse happening. I mean, it was just so many different things happening because people did not realize that they didn't like each other until they were stuck with each other mm. all day. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, like I said, that really exposed a lot of people. And it also caused a lot of single people to really expose themselves for who they really are. So, you know, um, so that's, that's my Yeah, I mean, it's a big question. Yeah. Like, I could go on and on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So, uh, I mean, even before the... Before and after, I think yeah. we're in, in an after mode, and I don't know that we officially are. Mm -hmm. that things are getting better, but probably we're not officially out of the pandemic. But you know, people have what they what's called attachment issues, yeah. And so, relates to your upbringing and whether your needs were met as a child, and then if you don't recognize it and deal with it it shows up in your relationships including your friendships not just romantic right partnerships and dating and 
maybe the pandemic made it worse for me. I'm not really sure because I didn't know them before the pandemic or after. But I did date some people like in recent, in the, within the recent couple years, who needed a lot of assurances, like saying you're committed and showing you're committed was not enough. Yeah. And the more you tried to accommodate them, the more they would need. It was like um, sort of a black hole. Yeah. Um, what you put in kind of went into a black hole. And yeah, uh, it's an issue of, I don't know if it's mental health officially, but definitely your awareness of the internal ones awareness of the internal conversations they have about whether they're worthy of love and what somebody ought to do to prove to them that they're worthy and they haven't done the work and I guess to your point probably it does show up more during the pandemic when everyone's in crisis and you know they're they can't hide it because their right. emotional energy is being consumed not just by their own interpersonal issues and childhood trauma, right. but it's being consumed with trying to heal and just be healthy. And so, yeah, if somebody has unhealthy attachment issues, it's going to rear its ugly head during difficult times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What do you see? Do you see? Did you see a difference between then and now? Dating? Yeah. I don't know. Yes, but I don't know. I think it's more situational, not relating to the pandemic. Okay. I'm, I hard yeah. to say. Hard to say. Yeah. Um, well, I will say, though, that I take that back. Online, it, things have shifted, and there's not the, the past problems of people dating during the pandemic of people trying to just kill time and um, I'm not seeing as much carelessness about, yeah. I mean, it's really a different world, right? Because what was careless before is not careless right. now yeah. uh, because we have vaccines and right. um, things are, um, the, yeah, the COVID is not um, resulting as intense as illness. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. 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 I think there's slight improvement, but this online dating is still what it is. <laughs> yes, it's still what it is. I remember um, I found out about online dating probably about ooh, it had to be about twenty four years ago. Twenty four years ago. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure when it started. Um, because at the time I was in a relationship okay. and I was actually, well, I was actually married at the time. Um, and, uh, I remember washing clothes one day and finding a phone number in my husband's pants pocket. And I was like, whose number is this? And it had a name on there. So I held on to the number and I remember going to, um, one of my girlfriend's house that evening. He was going to work. And so he came home and I was gone. So I remember calling the number while I was at my girlfriend's house. And then it was a lady that answered the phone. So when she answered the phone, 
I introduced myself and let her know who I was. And I asked her, did she know him? Because I found her phone number in his pocket. And she was like, no, I don't know who you're talking about. So come to find out, he told her his name was something else. And so I, um, I was like, well, I started just, you know, describing little things. You know, we start comparing notes. And she was like, oh, are you talking about such and such? I can't remember the name she, he told her he was. But he pretty much made up a whole story about who he was, which was someone else, where he worked, where he lived, um, how his house looked. Like, just, you know, it was so crazy. And so I was like, no, that's not him. This is who he is. And, um, and she was like, oh, well, I'm so sorry. You know, she said, I didn't know that he was married. She mm -hmm. was like, I don't do that. And if I had known that he was married, I would, I would never talk to him. She said, I've never got a chance to meet him in person, but wow. we were supposed to meet this weekend at, um, at a restaurant downtown. Mm -hmm. And she was like, and if you want to, we don't have to say anything. You can meet us there. Oh, my God. And me being the woman who I am, I think this was probably like on a Tuesday. I could not sit in the house with this man knowing that this was going on and wait till, till the weekend mm -hmm. to do that. I, I just, I couldn't do it. So she says, all of a sudden we're in the conversation and she says, oh, this is him calling me right now. And I said, Really? And she said, yeah. She said, I'm not going to answer. She said, I'm going to choose, like, do you want me to call him back with you on the three-way? I said, yeah, I would love that. So oh my goodness. she didn't answer. And um, so she calls him back. And uh, she says, hey, what's going on? And he said, uh, nothing keeps up. She said, oh, I missed your call. She said, um, uh, what's up? How's your day or whatever? And he's talking with this low, sexy voice. Oh, I'm not doing nothing. Just got home from work. And, uh, you know, just kicking back, watching TV. That's it. How you doing? She was like, oh, I'm doing fine. I'm not doing too much. Just pretty much the same thing. He says, what you got on? Oh, my goodness. So, at that point, I said, what do you mean, what does she have on? What, why do you want to know what she have on? And the phone says, click. Ooh. So at that point, she was like, okay, well, now he's busted. And I won't be meeting him this weekend, so you never have to worry. Because at this point, I'm going to block him, and I'm glad that you called me. Because I didn't want to you know, get involved in an entanglement that I knew nothing about. So, you know, I thanked her for letting me know. And um, I went home. And we had this big powwow, you know, because I, I told him off and let him have it. Like, what are you doing? You know, and um, he was just pretty much busted and didn't know what to do and what to say. You know, he apologized and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to do it anymore and this and that. And then probably about a month later, here we go again. Mm. We was laying in the bed and his phone just kept ringing, 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 ringing. And so I picked it up and answered it. Hello? Hello, can I speak to such and such? I was like, Mass, who's calling? Who is this? I said, this is his wife. 
She says, well, his wife, I don't believe that. Let me speak to him. I said, who are you? I think she said her name was, it was like a car, like a Mercedes or something. And I said, well, listen, I said, you don't need to, um, you, you need to lose this number. I said, because he's married, you don't need to call this number anymore. He needs to tell me that. I said, okay, well, hold on a second. I said, um, excuse me. I said, Mercedes is on the phone. You need to get up and handle your business. So he got up and he got on the phone and he told her, I'm married and don't call this number again. Uh, I shouldn't have done what, what I, you know, I should have got myself into this, but don't call the number again. I'm married. I have a wife. So you can hear her in the background. She's cussing him out. Yeah, so he finally just hung the phone up. And at that point, mentally, I was like, you know what? I'm not getting ready to put up with the, with you with this. And um, you already gave him a chance. Yeah, I gave you a chance. And, you, and here you go again, yeah. you know? And, you know, all the lies and all the the drama and all that, you know? And I, at that point, I was like, you know what? I, I'm not getting ready to keep dealing with this stuff over and over again. And... That's when I ended up uh, separating from him. I was like, I'm not getting ready to deal with this. You know, I'm too good to you to be dealing with this. And then you going out wanting to meet women and doing all of this. What's the problem? You know, so whatever it was, it was, it was his problem. And I let him have that. And, um, and then we ended up, you know, like I said, separating. And, and at some point, um, I was done. You know what I mean? Um, there was a lot of growth that immaturity that he needed to work on um, along with that. And we was young at the time. And so I just pretty much felt like, you know, he's still growing. I'm still growing. Um, it, we wasn't already seeing eye to eye on some other things, you know. And I was just, you know, I was just tired. I was tired. And I just didn't feel like dealing with it anymore so being young and going through the things that I went through I, I just I just left it alone and moved on but um, you know we had our good times and our bad times and things happened and as I got older um, I remarried and I learned to um, fight for each other and not with each other but at the same time um, Communication and understanding is a big factor in a relationship. So um, I know how it could be when you're, you know, when you're dating and 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 online dating and you know and and just going through different things because I had to jump over a lot of frogs before I got to Prince Charming. <laughs> So that leads me to ask you, what was one of your weirdest moments? Weirdest? Yeah, weirdest or funniest. Oh, do you have Do you have one of those? Oh, gosh. I'm going to need a minute for that one because I've been online, like, on and off for many, many years. But first, I want to say thanks for sharing. I actually have known you for years, and I didn't know your story. And yeah. Actually, um, wondered, but was not sure if you wanted to talk about what happened with your first marriage. So I just 
I just did it. There's plenty of other fun stuff to talk about or interesting yeah. or thoughtful things to ask, ask you about and learn from. So, so yeah, that's you went through a lot. Yeah. It's amazing to, to come out. Yeah, um, well, thank you. I just feel like, you know, um, I just feel like, especially women, we don't talk about a lot of things. And so we see other women and they look a certain type of way to us and we portray them as how we see them. But we all have a story and we all go through things and in and, and, and different situations. And by us not talking about things that we've encountered in our lives and experiences and situations and different things, we don't know because a lot of us don't look like what we've been through. So I think that women empowerment is very important, especially when it comes to dating and different things like that, because it's good to compare notes. It's good to learn from each other. It's good to know that you are not alone and that someone else went through something either similar or, uh, or different as far as something that you can learn from. And I think that when women get into a place where we cannot be embarrassed about life and things that we go through and by understanding that we all have something that we've been through um, and experienced, then we can, we can just learn so much more and that's where women empowerment come from. Learning from each other um, experiences and sharing and you know and just trying to do better in the future or how to um, or you know in the way where it teaches us how to deal with things differently you know what I mean so I'm pretty I'm pretty much an open book um, because I've been through a lot of things in life and and I feel like if my story, whatever the situation is, can help somebody, that makes me feel good. You know what I mean? Because if I deal with it, I know somebody else is either going to deal with it or have done dealt with something similar. You know? So I don't, I don't, I don't look at anything as embarrassing, um, and I just look at everything as. Um, you know, as something that, that can help others. And, and I'm all about love. Mm -hmm. No, that's great. Especially like what you shared is three other friends came to mind who went through similar experiences of their partner having a profile and connecting with people online, despite being committed relationship in a couple instances being married. So yeah. like the people like them don't have to think that it's, them because right. popping up for others. Yeah, um, it happens. Amazing women too. Right. Yeah. Thank you. It um, happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For my weird story, I'm gonna like be a little less serious. Okay. Yeah. Because, let's open yeah. up. Yeah. Break yeah. the ice. Pow. Yeah. No. So <laughs> this one, this this experience taught me just how you can't get a real understanding or sense of somebody until really you're in person and you spend some time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that this happened pretty early in my online dating career. Um, 
I met up with somebody, we messaged a couple times and it seemed like we had enough in common. They went, yeah, went and met up with them at some cafe. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's lighter though. It's not yeah. like, oh, you know, somebody betrayed me and all these things happen. But um, you said mirrors, I'm just going to go with mirrors. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we're sitting there talking, um, having the normal, typical conversation you have when you meet someone for the first time, and he had these mannerisms and a way of talking that made me, like, go somewhere else, re-kind of read his profile, you know, while my body is in the cafe with him, right? yeah. like, get, talking, but I went somewhere to, like, try and remember, did I get confused about who I agreed to meet with, and I'm like, no, the, the picture matches, <laughs> and the description he's taught in his profile matches this, his interest, uh -huh. because he was, it did not feel, I mean, the energy did not feel like he was interested in women. Really? To the point that I, it was so confusing for, like, for me because I, I almost felt like, did you make a mistake choosing to spend this after, you know, like choosing to meet up with me? It was very confusing. It wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, life is complicated. Yeah. And so... You know, I didn't end up seeing him again. I just kind of landed in this conclusion that, you know, maybe he didn't, maybe I'm wrong, first of all, right? Like maybe I'm picking up things that aren't actually true. Maybe he was actually feel some chemistry towards me and I'm just wrong. But maybe I'm, if I'm right, maybe he is just kind of not there yet, like in terms of understanding this about himself. but. I can't ignore my gut feeling, yeah. and my gut was telling me like he was going through an emotion, and mm -hmm. he and he wasn't really attracted to me. It just didn't feel like. Um, so give me an example, like just give me an example. <laughs> no, like, just just a, a way of talking, and then a way of um, just some mannerisms, and. Yeah. You give me the, okay, let me give you hands, an example. Hands and just a, just a, a like a, a way, a softness about the way he was talking and like in combination, right? Mm -hmm. Because I don't, I'm not after sort of this toxic masculinity, super macho person. It's, it's sort of hard to put my finger on right. like what I was picking up on, but these sorts of things. So you felt something. Yeah, I felt, I felt that he wasn't attracted to women. Hmm. And and that's not, you know, I, I it was before the age of sort of video chatting. Yeah. But I think I might have been able to pick it up on by phone. I'm not sure. But probably by video chat if that were more yeah. available and more popular yeah. and the norms that I could have picked it up. Yeah, more of a like in-person um, meeting. Yeah. So let me tell you a story. Um, where I picked something up, but I, I missed in the beginning. So, well, I really didn't know. So, um, years ago, I met this guy and I met him at a sports bar and 
I haven't, I've, I've never seen him again. Um, his name happened to be Mario. Mario, nobody knows who Mario is. Okay. So, I would talk to him on the phone. He would call me all the time. And we would be in the middle of a conversation. And he would say, let me call you back. And so when I would talk to him again, I would ask him, why do you always, like, cut the conversation off and say, let me call you back? And he would make up some excuse, you know. But he would call me all the time. We went out probably, like, mm, we went out several times, probably about three or four times, okay? So um, we would talk on the phone a lot once again. And I remember one day um, he called me at night and it was probably like 9.30 at night I was in the bed and I would always think like why does he always cut me off so I started asking him like are you in a relationship are you are you with someone and he would be like no I'm not in a relationship um I, you know I'm, I live by myself I'm divorced I um I just go to work every day you know and he used to always try to express you know that he wanted to start a relationship with me and all this good stuff. So anyway, Mario calls me one night. It was about 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. I'm in the bed. So we're on the phone for about 20 minutes. And apparently he was somewhere waiting for someone to come. So all of a sudden, we're talking. It's quiet. And we're in a good conversation. And I hear him say, I, he, he said, hold on a second. I'm like, huh, why does he always, that, that's, yeah. that, it was starting to irritate me. Right? So he get back on the phone. I said, what did you just do? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, cause he would just cut me off in the middle of a conversation. Like it was just like sudden, you know? And, um, he was like, um, oh, nothing. I had to, um, go use the restroom or something. But I felt like he was, he was, he was lying about it because of the way he just cut me off. You know, but he he could have said, let me go use the restroom real quick. Hold on a second. Right. You know what I mean? So anyway, so we're on the phone and all of a sudden I hear him moving around and all of a sudden I hear somebody say, Mario, what you doing, Mario? Mm. <laughs> and I said, who was that? It was a man. It was a man. So Mario was dating a man oh and trying to date me and have the best of both worlds. Wow. So was, he passed out in that moment when he said. So he said, so I was like, hello. And he was like, Mario, the guy in the background. <laughs> and apparently Mario was the man in the relationship, mm -hmm. apparently, because it was very clear that the guy that was calling his name was very feminine. So... I said, who is that? Who is that? Let me call you back. And hung the phone up in my face. I didn't hear from Mario again until the next day. And when he called me back, he acted like nothing ever happened. Like he just wanted to just start a whole new conversation wow. over again. And so at that point, I was like, who was that in the background? Oh, that wasn't nobody. I said, oh, you know what? I'm not getting ready to do this with you. And I just thought that was just so crazy. Like, that was so weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just so glad that I did not um, go further than I did. You know what I mean? 
because you just never know. So that was that was a that weird was moment. Funny. That was a weird, weird, crazy moment for me, you know, yeah. and it just made me just look at everything, you know what I mean? Um, and just, you know, just make sure my eyes is open, my ears is open, and 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 a lot of questions is being asked, and I'm just really getting to know who I'm engaging with, you know what I'm saying, moving forward, you know? And so yeah. I learned a lot from that, and, um, and like they say, ex experience is your best teacher. Mm. The, the, the thing is learning from it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my, um, that was a weird moment for me. Very weird. Yeah. So, um, what, what, what do you, um, what, what, what do you want out of a relationship? Mm -hmm.